0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Job Board Geek. It's the podcast about connecting candidates and employers. My name is Jeff Dickey-Chasens. I'm the Job Board Doctor. I'm your host. And Normally, at this time, I would be introducing Stephen Rothberg of College Recruiter because he is actually the co-host, but unfortunately, Stephen is dealing with a family medical emergency, so he won't be able to be here today. We will be wishing him the best and crossing our fingers, and hopefully things will work out and see him at the next episode. So Today, I have Olivia Breton of Niceboard on the show. He's going to talk about his job board software platform, which I think you'll find very interesting. But first, I wanted to talk a little bit about a blog post that I published recently. It's the June 21st post. And I'm talking about the number of acquisitions that have been happening in the job board industry. Now, historically, you know, acquisitions are pretty stable. They happen on an irregular basis, but from year to year, it seems like they wander between 20 and 30 acquisitions across the global market. But in 2020, because of the pandemic, we saw quite a downturn in activity. And then in 2021, we saw a huge uptick, which I attribute to the pent-up demand. And I thought it would be calming down by now, but it's not. (laughs) Just to give you an idea, just from the last week of May to roughly June 21st, Adzuna acquired GetWork, which is a a spinoff of LinkUp, and Headhunter.ru acquired Job.KG in Russia. Bravado acquired CompGage. Better Place acquired Easy Docs and Eden Life in Nigeria actually acquired Link, which is a Kenyan based blue collar job site. So that's a lot of acquisitions in a short amount of time. And I guess I tend to attribute that to the fact that the labor shortage is continuing, Uh, doesn't seem to be any let up. Every time you read about some layoffs, the next time you hear news on the labor reports, it's that the unemployment rate has gone down once again. So strong demand, strong desire from from those that are doing recruiting to reach candidates, which means a strong market for job boards. I expect, even with some of the headwinds that we see out there in terms of the war and inflation and some economic winds that are blowing, I expect to see the acquisitions in the job board world continue to be pretty strong. And for those of you that are looking at selling a job board or looking at acquiring a job board, I guess that's pretty good news. So anyway... Today we have Olivier Breton of Nice Board a white-label job board software platform. I want to welcome you to Job Board Geek.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah,
0: it's great. It's great to have you here. And as I was saying earlier, before we started recording, it's nice to see you face-to-face. I remember when you you launched and I've watched you build the job board platform and add features to it and continue to expand it. So it's kind of neat to see you uh, face-to-face. I was wondering if you could start off by talking to us about how you got into the job board space. I noticed that from your about page on the site that the job board software platform was actually an offshoot of a job board that you had built. And I'm just wondering, how did that start? And then how did you make the jump into deciding, hey, this is a business uh, that I can expand into?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I was running um, a job board that I had built myself and it was called designerjobs.co. It still exists, but now it's our demo board. And at the time, that was just sort of a side hustle for me. I I had I was noticing that a lot of job boards were popping up. I read a website called Hacker News, and I was seeing some trends in the tech space. And so I thought, well, I I haven't seen like a good job board for design. Let me let me start something and see what happens. And so it really just started as a side project like that. And then I ran it for about a year or something like that. And I got I had. Some interest and it was working well. I had some employers post jobs, and but I kept getting these emails from people asking me, "Hey," or telling me, "Hey, I like the software. I like the way it looks. Uh, Can I? Can I white label it? Can I license it? Can I buy it?" And after hearing that a number of times, I said, "You know what? (laughs) Maybe there's something here, and I should pursue that." And so I looked at the market for existing solutions, and I found that you know most of them seemed a little bit dated, a little expensive. And so I thought, well, here, you know, I can, I think I can, there's a slice of the market. I can, I can offer a solution that's modern, you know, easy to use, beautiful, uh, super simple to set up and at a more affordable price point. And so that's when I started developing the, uh, the business um, just sort of dove right in. <laughs> and the funny thing is at that point, I was doing freelance still uh, as a web designer and my client, one of my regular clients asked me to build them a job board <laughs> so I said well that's perfect I'm starting this business you'll be my first customer
0: <laughs> that is that is uh, kind of perfect and it's and it's also I think I think you were smart and I've had other people that got into the job board industry in terms of Starting their own job board, it's usually coming from clients that are saying, you know, I really wish there's a place I could go to hire people. And in your case, they're like, boy, I really like your job board. Can I use your software? Right. So, yep. So that, that that makes a lot of sense. So in terms, you know, there's there's a lot of different kinds of job boards out there at all different stages. You know, from really small one-person operations to, you know, multinational corporations like Stepstone. What type of job board do you think best fits Niceboard in terms of the way you've got it built and what you're trying to do with the platform?
1: Well, honestly, we have a variety of of customers and, and people using it in different ways. But I, I think our job board strength is really that it, or one of the main focuses, even though everybody says this, I feel is more true in our case is the ease of use and the in the in our, the job board is intuitive it's beautiful it's extremely easy to use you, know, you can set up a job board in under 10 minutes and the interface the back end I've had customers tell me you know I love I love the the back end usually it's a it's a pain to use but this one I actually enjoy uh, mm-hmm. using so I would say you know our focus is on on simplicity and and ease of use so it might not it might not fit if you're looking to run like the the, the a huge job board, you know, it might be a good place to start, might not work all the way, but certainly I would say it covers 90% of the of the use cases, you know, for most people just trying to get something up and running that looks good that, that, that they can um, use to monetize their audience and sell products right away. I think we offer a great solution for that.
0: You know, you're still relatively new in terms of providing the platform for people to use. You know, I think we were talking about this. You've been out here a little bit over two years. That's right. So what sorts of challenges have you run into so far in terms of that those, those first two years, were there things that, you know, you looked at and you're like, ah, oh, I didn't anticipate this or boy, I really need to add that. Or.
1: Yeah. I would say in the very beginning of the company, uh, they were more like technical challenges. So, mm-hmm. you know, I had architected the website a certain way or the platform a certain way. And then I I, you know, just came to limitations it technically. And I go, Oh, wait, this needs to scale a little bit further. You know, this mm-hmm. is not maybe the best solution to this problem. So in the beginning, it was mo- in the very beginning, it was mostly just like technical problems which I fixed along the way. Um, You know, really just bugs people submitting. That was the very early stages. After that, I guess, some challenges and I would I would say maybe more like customer experience challenges, so just learning mm. to deal with customers and, and sometimes they have unreasonable demands, but you have to <laughs> um, you have to adapt and, and sort of strive to provide the best service possible, even though it might not be the most reasonable uh, person sitting across the table. But beyond that, I think you know, it's, um those were the main challenges.
0: You know I've talked to a lot of the job board software vendors, and actually, I used to work for a software company as well right, and across the board, that's what everyone says is like unreasonable or uh on <laughs> un- unanticipated customer demands you
1: Right. Know? <laughs> I-, I try I tried to be polite and very nice about it <laughs> yeah unreasonable is is uh is a nice word
0: yeah but uh but uh, you know doesn't i'm sure it doesn't seem unreasonable to them but Right. And then
1: but most of my customers, you know, are, are lovely and extremely nice people and I've made great connections along the way. So, not definitely not representative of of the overall experience.
0: Yeah, and and I will say as a consultant, it's very similar. I say, you know, the vast, overwhelming majority of my clients are great, uh, and then every now and then I have a client that pushes me a little bit into <laughs> right into into a tension zone. Let's put it that way.
1: But I mean, hey, it's a service That's business, right. so I, you know, have to deal with that and learn to deal with it the best possible way.
0: <laughs> so. In terms of the revenue model that you have, looking at the site, I assume that basically you're on a subscription basis. That's
1: that's right. So we have three different tiers, which vary um, in the features that they uh, give access to. And then, um, we have monthly subscriptions and then annual subscriptions.
0: Do you ever do something completely custom for clients where, you know, I realize that your base, that, that your core business is, is the the three tiers, but have you ever just built a, a super custom version of, of the, of the platform for a client?
1: Um, we've had conversations with a few people about that, but ultimately, uh, we find that most people we can customize a few things on our core product and it works for them. Uh, if they need you know really custom solutions that that don't fit within the scope of what we are offer, that's usually not something that we're interested in pursuing at this point, at least.
0: Yeah, it's, it's interesting because I think that the job board software platforms out there that have been successful in the long haul have come to the same conclusion that it's a, it's better for them uh, and for the majority of their customers to stick to sort of a core product as opposed to just going completely custom from client to client.
1: Right. That's definitely my philosophy. You know, I our customers come up with a lot of ideas. A lot of great ideas, a lot of ideas that ended up in the product, but then a lot of ideas as well that I, you can't say yes to everything. So I try to keep to our product focused and 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 you know do one thing extremely well and not try to do fifteen different things.
0: No, and I, I think that I think that's smart. So I'm I'm kind of curious uh, if you, if you're willing to share, do you have sort of a, a roadmap in terms of some new features that you're looking to add to the to the platform over the next year or so?
1: Sure. So um, one of the more recent features we added was uh, the talent pool. So essentially allowing job board owners to give access to their pool of candidates to employers. And so one of the next major features that I want to build into the product is um, letting our customers sort of monetize that as well as possible, just give them more pricing options to get them to help them get more profitable um and offer more pricing options to their customers because at the end of the day, you know, if, if my customers are profitable, uh then they're happy and I'm happy and they're more likely to stick with me. So I try to I try to help them uh maximize their profit. So that's definitely You know, one of the top features that I'm interested in adding, same and then more, you know, more pricing options for, uh, in general, just, just try to make it as easy as possible, but at the same time, like offer, be as flexible as possible. Before that, we, for example, before that, we introduced the subscription. So instead of, instead of charging just a one time fee for employers, you can create monthly or annual subscriptions and then automatically charge them, you know, every month or every year and create predictable revenue. Then beyond that, I would say um, I want to, I want to develop more ATS style features perhaps in the job board uh, for employers to be able to sort and filter through the applicants that come through directly.
0: I, I didn't look at this and maybe it was on your website, but do you offer an API?
1: We do have an API. Yep.
0: Okay. Okay. So that's, that's good. That seems to be a request that I am hearing more and more over the last several years when I put out my buyer's guide and people are saying, you know, is an API available? Cause I think more people are comfortable doing integrations. Absolutely. I,
1: I hear that a lot and uh, that's a feature that we had pretty early on and we also recently added like a, a Zapier integration as well uh, mm-hmm. because I just, I think people in general want to be able to do as much as they can with their data and not be confined to the job board.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense and there, there was definitely a period probably eight or nine years ago when it was more popular for job board platform, software platforms to offer some sort of a built-in ATS for the employers, you know, sort mm-hmm. of a lightweight ATS but you can tell that the year. Use of ATS has grown so much that now people would much prefer to, to use their own ATS and just integrate with the job board. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So, um, kind of curious how the pandemic affected you. Uh, did or did it have any discernible effect on the business?
1: So I actually started the business at the very start of the pandemic. So the pandemic has been my normal state. <laughs> um, so I, I couldn't I don't know if I can answer that question correctly. For me, I didn't notice much of a, of, of a difference in demand. Honestly, I, I think if anything, the pandemic made people want to create job wars to help other people find jobs. I've had a lot of customers, you know, do that. People try to create job boards to help the economy bounce back. I, it's hard to tell. It, it, for me, it's been business as usual and, and business has been pretty good. So I will <laughs> see in the next few months uh, and years how it how it changes but i don't anticipate much of a change i think it'll i think the jobs they'll, they'll always be people who need to find jobs and people looking for um for employees so
0: yeah i i think it's interesting you know i'm i'm a i'm old enough sadly that you know i went through i went through a recession in 1981 i went through the 2000 tech crash mm-hmm. you know i went through the 2008 recession the interesting thing i've noticed over the years is that businesses that get started in in those low points tend to be really resilient because mm. like you said, that's normal for you. It's really right. bad. So when things start getting good, then you know, it's all up. So. For sure, it'll, it'll be a nice surprise. Now, one thing I was kind of wondering about, I saw more of this on, on your, uh, on your website. And I tend, you know, I tend to think about job boards in terms of standalone businesses that are generating mm-hmm. revenue because that, those are, those tend to be the types of job boards that I work with most but sure. one of the things that you point, point out on your website is that your your platform also works really well for people that have existing, you know, association, membership-based groups, hubs, whatever you want to call them, that they want to add a job board to. Mm-hmm. Is that an important part of your business?
1: Definitely. And I would say, and we have a lot of communities uh, using the platform. We have organizations like nonprofits. Um, we've we have recruiters so there's definitely it's a great fit for people who already have a community and that they're not really leveraging. you can extract a lot of value out of your community through a job board. you can you know you you, you can offer jobs in your niche to your audience in a in a beautiful centralized platform that's one and then if you want to jump the gun on the monetization, you can also you don't have to but you can, uh, create a new revenue stream for your for your organization and support it through, um, you know, charging employers to post jobs. So I think it works. It really is the best use case um, for our product. Is if you have an existing audience that you that you want to leverage. And I have customers coming to us with sort of makeshift job boards. Will they they'll have employers reach out and they'll post jobs through their newsletter or 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 Slack channel uh, in the chat and then you know at at one point they realized hey we might need something more um solid or to 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 host these jobs Right. Uh, and, and so, yeah, it definitely works well for communities.
0: I'm, I'm betting that you probably also have users that are, you know, that initially made a foray into their jo- into the job boards using some sort of a WordPress theme, but mm-hmm. then at some point they sort of hit the walls because Absolutely. that's really not WordPress is good at, you know.
1: Absolutely, yeah, one, yeah, for sure. You start to find the limitations after a certain point.
0: So, actually, having said that, <laughs> I'm just kind of curious how did do, how does does Niceboard integrate well? Like, if, if I have a blog that's doing really well and I want to add a job board to it, uh, do you do you play nicely with WordPress?
1: Sure. So the most the most common integration uh, for customers who already have a platform or a blog that they're that they have their main traffic going to is just a subdomain. So let's say you have example.com, you just host your job board at jobs.example.com and then link back between between both so have links on the blog and then on your job board you can have links uh, going back to the blog that's the that's the easiest uh, integration we also have an embedding uh, functionality where you can embed a feed of the jobs you know you can set some filters and you can embed some jobs wherever you like on any on any website. so that could be a WordPress, um, that could be anything.
0: Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah, that that. Um, and I've seen there's some platforms that basically do that through widgets that you can basically put literally anywhere. And I've seen some job boards expand their reach by you know working with their their own clients to have widget widgetized versions of their job board on you know just general purpose jo- uh, sites that that's the job content. So
1: right. Yeah, I think for the most part, customers use it on their own uh, websites, but perhaps they they expand it to other websites as well.
0: Well, well, listen, Olivia, it's been great talking with you, and it's good to learn a little bit more about Niceboard. And if any of our listeners want to get in touch with you, how do they do that?
1: So you can reach me directly at Olivier. At Niceboard.co, and otherwise we have a, a free trial for seven days on our website. You can head over to Niceboard.co um, and get started for free and start your job board and be up and running in ten minutes.
0: Ten minutes, wow! <laughs> Probably less <laughs> than ten is, minutes. Yeah, that when I started in the industry in ninety seven, uh, that 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 would have just made our developers laugh, you know, if he said, Oh yeah, you can start a job board in 10 minutes. (laughs) Well,
1: people, people, I think people, when I tell people that they look at me like, okay, but they find that it's true. (laughs) You can, (laughs) and you can connect your Stripe account directly. So you can even process payments, you know, directly.
0: Very cool. Well, listen, thanks for coming on job board geek. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me. This was great.
0: And folks, that's it for today's episode of job board geek. Uh, Be sure to subscribe if you like it to our podcast via Apple or Spotify or any of a number of different platforms, you know, whatever floats your boat on that. My name is Jeff Dickey Chasens, The Job Board Doctor, and you've been listening to the only podcast about the business of connecting candidates with employers. That's all for now. We'll see you again next time.